0: be ye resolved by the wisdom and the peace that comes from the one who gave us peace in the first place see we've got an example of what that means to resolve governance shall remain upon his shoulders but how in the world can we resolve a matter that's going on in the world when we can't resolve it within our own selves. So today, hopefully, when I finish, you'll understand a little bit more of your role as it relates to being able to resolve those matters that are in your own house. Now, for those that know you know that I've got two little ones in the house that are around the same age, three and four, Leah and Noah. And when you see them, you may see this bundle of joy all the time But I can tell you there's some issues that happen at home that need to be resolved from time to time with these two. Usually, it starts in the form of Noah looking at Leah and seeing something that she has that he wants. Now, I give you that short little sweet story to paint the picture of the fact that we have some of the same tendencies even as adults. But we need to understand how to resolve. So today I want to read in your ear just a few scriptures to help give us a little bit of basis. I'm going to start with the old text, which is considered to be the, uh, the, the, the Old Testament, so to speak. And I want to start in the book of Ezekiel. Now, for those that know Ezekiel, Ezekiel has some wonderful visions that were given to him by the creator. And in these visions, he saw the holy glory of the Lord. Several times, one by the Cabal River, and then several later on. And I'm going to start a little bit later on in chapter 44. And I want to start at verse 23 to kind of give a little bit of context, and then I'll go through 24. But they will teach my people the difference between what is holy and what is common. What is holy And what is common? See, commonplace is when we walk outside of these four walls and you got your friends and your family members and they're participating in all of these idols, especially during this thing we call a holiday period season of time, which we are in. They're participating in those things. Now, you said in the praise and worship, the Lord spoke to you and said, down with what? down with all of the idols, down with the idol worship, down with it. <laughs> yes, you did. You said a mouthful. I was speaking with my oldest son's grandmother yesterday. Praise God. And she said to me that she's always happy to hear me talk to her, to call her. And uh, I said to her, I said, you know, well, how's your holiday period going on? Her husband right now, he's been in and out of the hospital. He's been having to get stints put in. And she said, well, he's gaining his strength. She said, he's better. And she said, and I said, how's your holiday period going on? Now, just to give you a little bit of background on who she is and what she stands for, she is a faithful woman of God. Proverbs 31 would describe her perfectly. For those that know, okay? And in our conversation, we're having this, this conversation. And I say, well, you know, how was your holidays? She says to me, well, to me, every day is a holiday. Amen. Because she's resolved in the day in which she's given. Because not every day is guaranteed to us. So why is it that we continue to be anxious about the future? Are we worried over the past when our deeds are forgiven by the one who gave us governance in the first place? Resolve. We have to walk about with a level of resolve. And so, just so you know her background, she is what we consider to be a Jehovah's Witness. Okay. Okay. So if you know Jehovah's Witness, you know they don't participate in anything that is paganism for those that are true believers. They follow the statutes, commandments, and the regulations that were laid out by their creator. And so she's having this conversation. She says to me, every day is a holiday. And I said, hmm, I never thought about it like that. But you're absolutely right. Because the only day that's guaranteed to you is the day that he gave you today. So be ye resolved in the day that he gave you. So let's continue. Let's continue uh, what is is said there in Ezekiel. What is holy and common? What is ceremonially clean and unclean? They will serve as judges to, and there's the word, resolve any disagreement amongst the people. See, how in the world Can I walk into the arenas that are represented by these corporations and fictitional entities that are set up on the land and speak a word of truth if I can't resolve a conflict between my daughter and my son in my own household? See, I received a summons to go and speak the truth. Lord willing, on January the 11th, I will be speaking in the courts. But how is it that I can go and speak in that arena, that the Lord would elevate me to a position to allow me to go and speak to them about a conflict between entities when I can't resolve a conflict between my younger children and the household? Resolve. It says that their decisions must be based upon whose regulations? Oh, he said the legal realm, the legal system. God is law. There's a difference between legal and law. See, the courts operate under the legal system. Well, we've made everything legal underneath the sun. Uh-oh. But is it law? Come on. Is it lawful that a man would be subject to the imaginations of his fellow men. See, God gave the law through Moses. He gave a law of circumcision. Did he not? But Yeshua came to set the law straight. Because, see, through the physical worship, we didn't receive the spiritual awakening. In Moses' time, we did physical sacrifices, but guess what God was after? Our hearts. So be ye resolved and at peace in your heart. Okay? And the priests themselves must obey my instructions and decrees, and at all the sacred festivals and see to it that the Sabbaths are set apart as holy. How many of you have taken a respite in these holiday times that we're celebrating? Surely this is a time of rest. Surely rest has been declared. But have we defiled his Sabbaths? So you have to understand the difference between legal and law. The law says that a laborer is worthy of his hire. Yeah. Well, how long have we labored in the land yet to struggle and to strive? Because my people don't know me. Second Chronicles 7, 14. Suffer from a lack of knowledge because they don't know me we don't know God. Mm -hmm. But when you know him, Mm -hmm. he fulfills every single law that he laid out. See, his law operates like this. It says that if I plant a seed in the ground, that seed then dies. But what happens? If it's planted in good soil, it bears roots, shoots, shoots down, and then sprouts up. And then that particular seed becomes a tree, which then multiplies its increase. Mm -hmm. But the question is what kind of seeds have we been planting? Mm -hmm. Be ye resolved. Be ye resolved. Mm -hmm. Let's continue. I want to take you to Acts. Now, you understand that the church was established. It was a seed that was planted in each of the cities. Mm -hmm. And as they traveled from city to city, they established the good news. The good news must go forth. Mm -hmm. See, the good news is this, that God created us on the land and soil and gave it to us and gave us dominion Mm -hmm. over all things. Not that we would subjugate our fellow brothers and sisters to our will. But they would understand the will of the father. That's true governance. That's where your real governance lies. And it's not in a legal system. It's in God's law. His kingdom shall come where? On earth earth, as it is. Give us this day and forgive us of our debts as we forgive those who it against us. This is a good word. This is the good news. Be forgiven of those deeds. Live at peace amongst all men. The Lord declared a law of peace. The brother read it earlier. There's a time for war. There's a time for peace. But be ye resolved in yourself, because how in the world can you bring peace on earth if you don't have peace within yourself? Gonna say it. Acts 15. I'm going to start with verse 1 and go all the way down to verse 6. While Paul and Barnabas were at Antioch of Syria, some men from Judea. Now, we know what's going on right now in present-day Judea. If you don't know, present-day Judea happens to be the area where there's wars and rumors of wars. Those in Judea must flee to the hills. Well, where's the hills? The hills are south. They flee to the south area, which is by the area of Egypt. The border, according to Ezekiel, shall be the south, which is Egypt. Be ye resolved. Some men from Judea arrived and began to teach the believers, unless you are circumcised as required by the law of Moses, you cannot be saved. Now, they were using a legal doctrine to try and apply the law. Christ ripped the veil. The veil was open to allow Gentile and Jew to walk on through. Paul and Barnabas disagreed with them, arguing arguing vehemently. Finally, the church decided to send Paul and Barnabas to Jerusalem. Oh, my. Jerusalem. Zion. The city. Mm. Accompanied by some local believers believers, to talk to the apostles and elders about this question, the church sent the delegates to Jerusalem, and they stopped along the way. Where? Where? Where are we at? (laughs) Phoenix. Okay. (laughs) And Samaria. Now, Samaria got grafted in. Can anything good come out of Samaria? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. To visit the believers. They told them, much to everyone's joy, that the Gentiles, too, were being what? converted. When they arrived in Jerusalem, Barnabas and Paul were welcomed by the whole church, including the apostles and elders. They reported everything God had done through them. Now, understand, we're just vessels, we're tools, but you have to be resolved in what God has already deposited in your heart. See, the world is telling us, go out, cut down the tree, put it in your house, deck it and adorn it. But the sister said earlier, down with what? Down with your idols. My son's grandmother said, every day is a holiday. So that means that today is indeed a holiday. But see, you have to have good judgment upon your shoulders. Christ gave us the example, the way, the truth, and the life. That we would love the Father, our God, with all of what? Heart, Heart, mind, and? Okay. And that we would love our neighbors as what? Now, I love how one of my good dear brothers puts it. He says, love your neighbor as I have loved you. Come on now. Because that's what Christ was. That's what Christ is. He's life. He said that. Truth. So surely, as I get ready to enter these courts, a light of truth will be shined. A workman is worthy of his hire. Have we not labored in this land? Yes, we have. Have we not left every place that we have journeyed into in a better position? Amen. Yes, we have. Mm-hmm. And I'm so humble and thankful that the Lord has allowed for me to journey to other lands, not just this nation in which I was born on, to be able to do exactly that, to leave every single situation in a better place. Oh, yeah. you. Be ye resolved. Verse 5, But then some of the believers who believed... Who belonged to a sect of the Pharisees? Now, let's 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 let's, let's break it down really quick. Who were the Pharisees? They were the religious legal scholars. They operated in the legal realm. The legal realm is what they used to subject their fellow men to what they thought was the law. Their interpretation of the law. God is the only interpreter of law. His law is true and righteous. So can man create a law that infringes upon the rights of God? Give you an example. When you turn of age and you get ready to travel upon the land, which is a right given to you by your creator, Did he not give the land to you? And what did he say when he gave you the land? Be fruitful and? Okay. To subdue the land. Mm -hmm. And even after the fall, he said, from this land you shall work, and it shall produce for you. Mm -hmm. Okay. Is that not his law? Mm -hmm. But when you turn of a certain age in school, you take this course. It's called? driver's education. education. Okay, and then you have to go down and you take this test, and this test then gives you this little card that you can take and carry around with you wherever you go. Okay? Mm -hmm. Some people call it a driver's license. So you mean to tell me in order for me to travel upon the land that I need and I'm required to have a license to do something that God gave me the ability and the right to do so in the first place? Whose authority am I under, really? Uh The brother talked about power and authority. But see, what that does is it's called semantic deceit. That then gives the authority over your right to travel into someone else's hands. God made the law. That's the legal system. So if you're going to participate in the legal system, there's certain requirements that they want you to be able to upheld. So as was the argument here at hand, in order for these Gentiles to be grafted in, they must be circumcised. Let ye without sin cast the first stone. So you mean to tell me that you want these men to go through a process that you yourself as an adult wouldn't go through? Okay, this is the truth. Lord, help me. Help me, Lord. This, This is it. But then some of the believers who belonged to the sect of the Pharisees stood up and insisted, the Gentiles, converts must be circumcised and required to follow the law of Moses. So the apostles and elders met together to resolve. There's that word again. We got it, we got it one more time. Resolve. Met together to do what? Resolve. To resolve the issue. See, how in the world can you resolve an issue with the law of Moses if you're not resolved within yourself? Get your affairs in order. This is why I said to you earlier, there's times where I'm at home. And my youngest two, Noah and Leah, they're arguing. Well, how do you resolve it? You've got to have good governance on your shoulder in order to resolve it. In other words, you have to understand the law of God. Because when you understand the law of God, you understand that there's equity given to all. So in my conversations with my three and my four-year-old, and they're having their arguments. I sit down, and I have good dialogue with both of them. Normally, I start with Noah, because he's the younger one. What's going on, Noah? Why are you crying? What's what's the issue? What's the matter? And then I'm like, Okay, what does she do? What happened? And then I go to Leah. Oh, it was Bubba's. Bubba's did this. And in most cases, it probably is Noah. He's learning. He's in the process of uh, understanding what it means to, to, to share, to share one with another so that we can all be at peace. They've got plenty of toys. But why is it that I want the toy that my brother and sisters have? Now, the law of Moses said that what? Don't covet your neighbors. Amen. Nothing <laughs> now, the term that, that, that the brother... He uses uh, at times. Donkey, or what's the other term they call it? Don't cover. It. All right. So but it's true. It's true. So normally what solves or resolves the issue is when I take those items and I separate them or I give them both similar items. Now you've got items that are the same, and guess what? Now you can both play. Let's be at peace. We've got to understand how to be at peace with one another. But you have to first be at peace with yourself. Be ye resolved. Here's your your final. I'll give you your final scripture before I get out of the way here. Y'all all all right? Let's get the final one there. 1 Corinthians 6, 2 and 3. And and, and even verse number 1 talks about, well, why take your issue to their courts? Amen. Because the only thing that happens when you go against another believer or that you fight another believer is, guess what? The unbelievers are watching that and they're seeing what takes place. And now all of a sudden the believers who are supposed to be the people of God, the chosen people of God, are now putting on a fight in front of unbelievers. So how are we helping the faith of the unbelievers if we're fighting one with another? Don't you realize that someday we believers will judge the world? Let me say that again. Don't don't you realize that someday we believers will judge the world? But if we're not resolved within ourselves, how in the world can we go out and judge the world? With equity. With true law on our shoulders. True governance. When I hear the term that was a mockery at Antioch, Christos, Christian, oftentimes, it's people who hold on to the belief of being a Christian who are the most foul and evil in their judgments. where we walk around and we look down upon another because of their faith. It said that Samaria and Judea shall be grafted in. The Gentiles shall be grafted in. So how in the world can we be in a seat of judgment, judging one another when we ourselves have something to resolve internally? This is why I struggle with labels. This is why I struggle with being called anything other than a living, breathing man. Because God, in the beginning, created man. And when I say man, just just so you understand, I'm not talking just about man. I'm talking about man and woman. He created them. That's what Genesis says. Judge not lest she be judged. That's James 4 and 11. So how are we going to judge? It's by love that we judge. Loving one another. This is where we arrive at the happiness that the brother was talking about. This is how we get there. We've got to love one another. And not that I'm loving you in a way that I want to be loved, but I'm loving you the way that Christ loved you. That's a true Christian. And since you're going to be to judge the world, Can't you even decide these little things amongst yourselves? See, these little things with the little children, how is it that as parents, we can't resolve the little issues? We've got to be able to govern ourselves accordingly in resolving those issues. Don't you realize that we will even judge who? The angels? So you should surely be able to resolve ordinary disputes in this life. Resolve. You should be able to resolve the simple disputes that you have in your life, whether it be with your children, whether it be with the struggle between your spouse, whether it be with your brothers and sisters, or what you see, how is it that I can love God whom I don't see, but I fight and argue amongst my brothers and sisters? Be ye resolved. That's my message for you today. Be ye resolved in the love of Yeshua. The love that he gave to us, the love that he showed us, the love that he took to the cross, that he bared, be ye resolved. Resolved in the word that that gives us, that gives us life. Be ye resolved. Be ye resolved in what he has given us as our statutes, commandments, the regulations that he's given us be ye resolved. Hallelujah.